0: <laughs> okay, good morning, everybody. Shavua Tov. Thank you for all for coming. We're learning this the last, the last time. We're learning the month of Sivan. I mentioned these, these very special names just one more time. We're learning memory of Dalia's sister, Joan Fader, Chana Bashmol Alevi, and Sarah, Miriam, and Yossi, in memory of, of uh, Pinchas Menachem, Ben Avram David, Ira Brown, on her 50th birthday, the weekly sponsorship this week. It's a very, very, very special one for me personally. It's in memory. This is by our dearest, like my second ima, uh, Susan Cates, in memory of her dear husband, Donny Cates, Don, Mordechai, Ben Nochum. Um, their their 46th wedding anniversary is Gimel Tamuz. So to have that 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 in mind as well. Okay, so I still haven't figured out if this is going to be the last. I, I have to look at the scheduling and discuss with you, because, when does school finish? The end of next week, okay, so we, so next, yeah. Okay, we'll see, so we'll learn next week as well, that's good. Okay, so if you could all open up to, um, one second. Daf Samech and I'm gonna give a brief recap of what we learned last week. We started this new parak. We talked about the greatness of the last generation. We talked about a living generation, right? So, I was um, reminded of a very beautiful interaction I had backstage once at a, at a Festival HaTanach, it was called. I don't know Maya uh, Kesher, but it was a festival, music festival, out in Mearod Beit Guvrin. Do you, know, do you know where that is? Yeah. Gorgeous place. It was right after that area opened up, that amphitheater there. And it was a concert. I was there with, I think Aaron Razel was on the bill. We would we would go up and then go down. Etty Ankri, you know who she is? Yeah. She's a she's eleven. Etty Ankri was, a, was another amazing thing about the Israeli culture. She's a she's a woman that I grew up as a little kid. She was a star here. Nothing. She wasn't talking about Yiddishkeit or anything, but but uh, she did some serious, beautiful chuva. Now she only sings. She only does stuff for women. though. Was already. She was still doing concerts then for mixed crowds, but she would get up, lavush looking like a mamish. Sneer Kamalka, like really, it was a big thing in Eretz Yisrael. Anyone that grew up on her knows what I'm talking about. So we were talking backstage. Her husband's looks mamish, looks like Moshe Rabbeinu. I think his name is Moshe. Actually, he's also her manager. And we were talking about Am Yisrael. I wanted to get a feel from her what she feels Am Yisrael wants and is looking for, because in Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael, because she's so much in touch with the pulse of the nation. She's so you know she was, for so many years she's been such a. נקודה פנימית in the Am. So she said, um, and I remember her saying, to swing back and forth, and she kept on saying, Am <laughs> Yisrael פשוט Rotze להתחבר. Am Yisrael פשוט רצה להתחבר. אני רואה את זה כל הזמן, הוא רק רוצה חיבורים. Am Yisrael just wants connections. They want to feel connected. They want to feel connected. So I remember that in the context of what we were learning last week. Because we were talking about acharon, the greatness of this last generation. Now, the greatness of this last generation, Al Pi Pshat, of what it looks like, is that it's Bichlal, not, nothing to write home about. It uh, actually seems very much quite often Lahefech. But Al what we were learning, and this is something we have to believe in very, very deeply, it's a tefillah, it's a very big shift in consciousness in terms of how we view and understand the generation in the time that we're living with, is that we have to look at who we see, and regardless of whatever is coming out of their mouth or tattooed on their arms, what they really want is lehit chaber. That's what they're really looking for. That is also why the musicians of today have captured the kahat, they've captured everyone more than ever before. As Rav Cook spoke about that this would be happening when Chuba would find its way into the world of olama safrut, the world of literature, the tarbut, culture. That is why Rav Kook was such a big um, initial um, um, advocate of the Bitzal El school, the, the school. You know the Bitzal El school in Yerushalayim, the school of art? This is where he, he saw this. This is where it's going to be, right? So again, when we're speaking about the greatness of this door that we're in, it's true that on a certain level, it seems we're further than ever. And, and, it, and it shakes us up in our neshama. It really does. On the other hand, Mitzad, the zgula of the neshama of the, of the door, that's what we were talking about last week, the soul of the generation, if you look deep inside, people really, really want to Lihit chaber. Just a plug, not that he needs it at all, but if any of you are into Chalan Ben Ari, he put out a new album last week. There are tracks on there that... Could be easily and Amelech writing them, but it's in a language that doesn't sound like Shul necessarily, or at least the Shuls we have up until now. It's a dibur of chibur. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing album. There's one song I would definitely recommend because I can't get it out of my out of my mind and out of my heart, and it's called Lemala. Lamala, Lemala. Now I'm just to share with you a little bit of behind the scenes. He told me last year. He played the stream and I went to his studio, and he said to me, really, he, he, he took, you know, higher and higher, higher and higher, and it moved him so much that he wrote a Hebrew version to it. And the chorus is just over again, higher and higher, just in Hebrew. Mala. Now, it's the soft, sweet, like, unbelievable, the words are this door, the words are this door, the words are trufa for this door. It may be hard for some of you, because at the end, someone, not him, busts out in some kind of a rap, but it, the rap is also, the token the, the context of the rap is very much lemala lemala also, but we're seeing this all over the place. So I would definitely recommend that. Now, we still, though, have to read the aravoda in this shir today, in this shir bichla, but definitely today is, is getting the tools that help us to believe in the door. Like we have to believe in this generation, and again, the, the more that something is important, the more that something is crucial, the harder it will be, al pi by looking on it at, at things face value. The harder it, it, it'll be. Um, and, and what we spoke about last time about the Dora Haron, where he was Rav Kook was giving us just basically, Rav Sasson was teaching us based on Rav Kook, helping us understand what it means to view the neshama of the door as opposed to individuals. And the neshama of the door is really crying out, I want to connect. I'm just not finding it through many of the vices and tools that worked for thousands of years. Well, that's because for thousands of years, those tools, those tsinarot were coded in galut. And my last thought, that's what it was. They were it was the way to the way to get inside was more, like we always say, more survival mode versus thrival mode. But now that we're coming back home to Eretz Yisrael, we have to develop a new language and a new way of finding those right sinarot that connect us deep inside. So open up and vav, we'll continue from here. In the beginning in the beginning of this page he says you know you, you may come to another question about all this the top of the page this is very it's very interesting it's great you want to tell me the neshama of the door is big people will just rely on that and saying hey i'm part of a big generation i don't have to work so much my individuality because I'm part of a big movement that's going on. He's like, no, 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 no. Sof, sof, Everyone has to letakene t'atzmo a little bit. gadola ela mitzad Rav Sasson is saying the parade is taking place. The light's there. Whether you like it or not. But the way that you'll feel what's really happening in the door is if you clean your insides to be part of it as well. There's no p'tor. It's not like saying, well, everyone's, Rav Kook said, we're part of a huge neshama, uh, uh, we're, uh, we're part of the neshama of the door and the neshama of the door is so clean and so beautiful and refined. I'll just sit back and, and bask in the fact that, in the light of the fact that I'm part of it. He's saying, great. What is it doing for you? So every, each and every one of us, as we work on ourselves, midah after midah, Cleansing ourselves slowly, slowly, more and more, we will feel that which is already taking place in the door. Like many people say, well, I, I know I'm part of something really big. I know the gula is mamash on its way and something amazing is happening. Why don't I feel it? Well, it's not, it's not a thing that you just feel. It's, a, it's a, always based on what I do to myself. I have to ask Mechila, will you kill me if, if we get some air in here? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry. If it gets too much, obviously you can shut it off, but the windows, I'm telling you, the windows in this room are not, there's no cross, There's nothing really happening when you open these windows in here. So it's a lot of bugs and mosquitoes. So please mochel me. Ariel, you'll be the achreit when you see people turning into icebergs here. Okay. <laughs> so he says, <laughs> meaning the person that says, don't rely on the fact that you're part of something big. It doesn't work like that. Be'vada'i hinenu n'ikraim la'avoda aishit g'dola. Each of us is summoned, is called, is invited for some tremendous individual work to be done on ourselves k'day lah'akin et atzmenu el ha'or ha'gadol hazeh. To prepare us for this tremendously big light that is already is already happening. U'mikol makom yesh ladat sh'ha medrega ha'kelalit sh'lador ba'a l'idei bitoi b'sgulat ha'neshamot. But you have to know that really, the, the general level that the door is at is based on the sessgula of our neshama, like we spoke about before. tamun No matter what you see, each person, each one of us, our souls, our souls are from, you know, how the Tanya explains this. Our souls are coming from mitachat lekisei kavod Whatever that means. Okay, I don't... Whatever that means, which means our souls come from such a high place, from right beneath the throne of glory. Again, whatever that means. Okay. What did you do to get such an neshama? Did anyone do something to get such an neshama? So there's two levels of holiness we're always working on. One is mitzad my ma'asim. It's a holiness that I can either add to Or detract from. The more I add Kedusha in my life, the more there's Kedusha that becomes bigger and bigger in my life. And then obviously, the more that I neglect myself, the more that I neglect holiness, and that I neglect importance, and what's what I should be doing in this world, then then the less it is in my life. That's one ball, ball game. But there's a whole nother ball game going on, and that's the one that we're focusing on here. And that is, I didn't do anything to get my neshama. I didn't do anything that I, the fact to merit the fact that I come from such a an high and exalted place, it is what it is. That's how Hashem created it, and those are two different worlds of kedusha. The question is, I know how to nurture the, the first one. What do I have to do to nurture the first one? Avoda. I have to. I. 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 got. I got. I got to learn. I got to daven. I have to work hard on detecting the places in me that block me from growing those places in me that turn me off that put me to a and that raise judgment that raise levels of judgment on other Jews around myself that's one thing but how do I work on being in touch with the second part that place in me that's just holy because my neshama comes from such a high place how, do I, how, do I, how am I in touch with the second one Okay, what's one of them? What else? you understand the question? Not so much I have two th- I have two things going on in me. One is a kadusha that's dependent on how hard I work on myself, and that kadusha can be is greater or smaller, dependent on my avota. But what about this other piece in me that just is what it is because that's where Hashem wanted it to be? How do I gain more access? How do I nurture that garden? Hodaah. <clears throat> well, sure. uh, huh? Keshe. How do I? So how do I establish that kesher? Well, I can keep on doing this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> talking, talking to Hashem all the time. Talking to Hashem yes. all the time. Working on emuna. Learning about what it means to be part of Am Yisrael. Just exactly. learning about what it means to be part. Learning about Am Yisrael. You know, going through Tanakh, Just learning about. Every story that we know about who we are, I'm learning right now as if it's Learning with uh, a we're learning but we got up to Gidon. Gidon wasn't a big figure in our growing up. We didn't learn a lot about Gidon. Gidon's like perech, Zain, chet, and shoftin. And, and suddenly while I'm learning this, I'm like, I can't believe that I'm part of the line of Gidon. Like, why shouldn't everyone feel like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm part of the line of Gidon, right? So anything we're learning about Am Yisrael connects me more to this gula of the neshama, right? The neshama part, this other thing, and this other thing—that this is what Rav Kuk was really pushing us to focus on—just mitzad the gula of the neshama of Am Yisrael. That is the calling that we're being in touch with today. That's bringing us more kesher in Chabrut, to the great light. You know why? Because the first, the first. Circle we just described of working on myself, and that's what makes me holier or less holier. That's that was the only way to hold on in in galut to feeling like I was still connected. There wasn't no, there wasn't the luxury to focus on the second circle in galut. There was no luxury. There was no time. There was no there was no time. There was no shyness to that. the The world we're living in right now, you have to understand, it's such a luxurious time for us that we could actually sit back here on a Sunday morning. And regardless of anything we have to do, we feel like it's important to connect ourselves to Nishmas Am Yisra. These things didn't exist. You understand? These kind of, it, it didn't exist. <laughs> it would be a joke if you told someone 80 years ago, this is a sheer on a Sunday morning. it <laughs> would laugh at you. <laughs> like, what? Wow, you're all out of your minds, you're all tripping. We're all hallucinating. That's what they'd say. And yet we know, we feel so strongly in a very serious way that our connection to this circle that we're speaking about is the leading beacon of light towards where the rest of the arm wants to lead Chabertum. Put it like this. Back in the day, were there Ahdus seminars and talks and things like that? Map Ahdus? Did people hate each other? I'm sure there was, I'm sure not everyone got along perfectly. But what was such a, why, why, why wasn't there such a big like, you know, parade of ahdus going on in the world? Why not? Because that really wasn't, that didn't feel like that was the ikar ikar avoda at the time because no one was really feeling that connected to the klal so much either. And we didn't have that much access to anyone outside my village. All I was really thinking about, all I really knew about, was the people that I'd see on Shabbos and Shul, or that would come to get their shoes shined, or tailor clients, there was, who else did you know? And yet today, we have access, we're connected to so many different Chiburim, so the responsibility to be in touch with the second circle of Am Yisrael, is that much more in our face. That much more in our face. You know, my f- remember last Shabbos, we, not this Shabbos, last Shabbos, whoever was here had the gift of hearing Yehuda Solomon all Shabbos, Chavei Chazin, you know, that, and, and that they're moving back. So he went back, they went back to LA last week, and basically they had Parshat Shlach again this Shabbos. <laughs> which is just unbelievable how it worked out like that. So he called me before Shabbat, he said, can you remind me the tires that we were saying last week because I, they asked me to speak this Shabbos and Shul, and I want to give it over. And he just left me a before I walked in. He said, I'm telling you, there is there, there is this opening taking place that, that, you know, he said, we definitely stirred things up here. People can't believe they're actually getting up and leaving. Leaving. You're not leaving, You're you're actually... Going, right? <laughs> going home. You don't leave to home, you go home, right? So, back in the day, if someone decided they wanted to move somewhere, did you ever find out about it? It wasn't part of your life, it wasn't part of your experience of Yiddishkeit. It must be that the fact that we have so many more communications and keshes with people all over the world is not because let's see how much they're holy and not holy based on their actions. That's ben adam la, lamakom. It's not for us to get involved with so much. What's focused, the focus for us is the zgula of the neshama of the door. And the neshama of the door wants to connect. That's what it means to believe in the door. That's what it means to believe in Am Yisrael. And it really is what it means to believe in the coming of Mashiach. That the door wants Mashiach. Ha, ha'am doresh geula. Ha'am rotzeh Okay, so let, let's jump down to the bottom now. He's going to ask another question on this, bottom of Samech Bav. This is great. We We touched upon this briefly last week. Isn't it so that every generation goes through a certain level of descent because every generation is one generation removed from Har Sinai? Is that true or not? That's just a, a fact. That's not something that you could debate unless you live in America and everything is debatable these days and you could identify as, as anti-time even. I don't even know what's going on right now, right? You could say, no, I actually think that we're closer because we calculated time wrong. Like that, that That's the Mishigah going on in America right now, right? But we're one, we're one generation removed from, from the time where Hashem spoke to us on Har Sinai. Who are the ones that can merit to say that may be true, but we're also one generation closer to <clears> the <throat> Huyashmienu Barak Mabshenis, the Inekol le'mor. Right? That, that that that's what we're aiming towards to feel that we're actually one generation closer, but to what's going to be. But we know there is a concept called Yeridat Hadoro, the descent of generations. You could say, look at your generation. You once had gdolim, gdole olam. You once had princes. You once had people of such dignity. You once had real gdolim. Today, like Reb Shlomo said, you just have a bunch of eitzah givers. You just have people walking around telling you what to do, what not to do. How can you describe these generations today that they're greater than the generations when there was actual greatness amongst us? So we had Gdolim that answered that question. They answered in different ways. All their answers are truth. And each of them differ a little bit, but they present a different way of of of, of answering that very very valid question. Reshit kol mevu'ar bedivrei leshem shvo v'achlama. She kol ha'yesod shel yiridat adorot u'dafka bechitzoniyut, but ba'pnimi yud kayemet aliyat ha-dorot. So the Leshem says, he have to do a whole sheet on who the Leshem was. It's not for now. The Lasham says, just remember the name, okay? The Lasham says that it's true on the outside it does look like that. It does look like we're further from the way our grandparents looked, acted and behaved in terms of their greatness as being yidden. That's what's taking place on the outside. But on the inside the exact opposite is happening. And you have to that's an inyan of emunah, of believing that and seeking that out in people. Inyan ze bali de bitui חלקי התורה מדברים It's true. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is so controversial what I just said right now. I'm going to say it in English and then you'll understand. This is so controversial. He's saying over here based on the Leshem that the manner in which there is a descent of generation is only in comparison to the level of observance of halacha. To those that say... That That's the only thing that defines you as a yid. Now, why is that so controversial? Because it could be so misunderstood and misrepresented as well. Yeah, does everyone understand? This is a very important thing over here. Do, do we understand that? Any questions on that? Yeah. Thank you for asking. For myself, too. I'm going to say it, I'm going to speak it again. End of the first line in Samat Sine. <laughs> Where are people finding themselves more connected to Torah? What worlds of Torah are is this generation finding itself more connected to? I'm just going to ask that for a second. Hasidus. What else? Ideas. Uh, more machshava, Ideas. huh? Mm-hmm. Like what falls under pnimiyut? Spiritual. spiritual more, it's it's nachon. More more the spiritual realms. This is where the the, the Nefashot of today, the door, is finding more of a hunger towards those places. Now those same places of Torah which are speaking more about the outer layer of Torah, which is what? There's a descent, there's this concept of a descent in generations only in, in light of those that are saying that that's still the only Torah that we have to we learn and keep. Over there you feel it much more, because it's true. On a level of halachic observance, with all the beautiful Heile chuvas that are coming out every day and every night, there are more kids checking out of from homes every single day. It is what it is. That's the truth. Not the beautiful truth, it's, it's the reality. Because those nishamot today know there's something more, there's something more. Give me more. Give me pnimius. El ulam shel ha But regarding the inner layer, the inner dimension of the Torah, hashayach and the inner layer of the Torah is more soul ident- soul identification, dafka. But there's actually an ascent of generations. There's an uproar. There's an there's aliyah when it comes to the sad of saying, give me more penimius. Give me more depth. Give me more connection. May I feel more connected now again? Maybe it's the FFB in me has, feels he has to keep on saying. We are not Khalilah, um downplaying the importance and the role of halacha. We have to, I'll keep on saying that day in, day out, just so that no one gets the wrong idea. We are not saying that. And of course I have to know the basics of halacha, the dal and amot of Of course I have to know that. But that's not going to feed my soul, and it won't feed my children's soul. It won't. Okay. You know, I, I just want to say one more thing, because I don't want to forget about this. <clears throat> My everyone's once told me, don't ever get into a debate with anybody about anything. Why? Because al pi halakha, halakha, there's so many faces, there's so many different faces of halacha that you can tie in that this is mutar, that's asur, especially with women's stuff today. Al pi halakha, you could go in and out of things and say this is mutar, this is asur. That's not the, that's not the, the inyan today. The inyan today is to raise a consciousness of people that, of course, they want to know and choose the right way of how to conduct themselves. Al pi Torah, al pi halacha, but that really want so much more than that. Like I always say, people that, when they ask about the shul, about the community, and they want to know certain halachic things, the way that they understand halacha, or even hashkafa, on the outer realm of it. Remember, I told you when someone asked me, do you your shul say... uh, or halal and do you say halal with a bracha, without a bracha? So I said I, I said to the person, this is probably not for you, Arisha. Say, oh you don't? I said, No, we do, but that that's not the that's not the inyan. That that's not the defining inyan, the halachic approach we choose towards... There. I like. I wish we could establish. I mean, I don't wish, but like if we had like a new halacha, but I have to be careful because of Bal Tosif. But there was like halachic mindset, the frame of saying, you know, you cannot come to shul with your daf yomi with your Gemara. Like I wish that was like an iser, like it would be to tell someone you can't come into shul with a phone on Shabbos. You know why? Because what what is a daf yomi doing in shul while you're davening? It How could a daf yomi enhance the experience of shivchi kamaim libech, nochach p'nei Hashem? And we're still working there. That's still, hashem. that's already big things to work on. Because A, they're in shul. (laughs) There's talos, tefillin, there's a lot of mitzvahs going on, right? There's a daf, there's a gemara. (laughs) Alevai, this should be our issues. We understand what what we're leading towards. The neshama of the door of the door that's bringing Geula, they, for them, learning Daf Yomi during shachris is, is, is mamash like eating Treyf on a soul level, on a soul level. Do you understand what I'm saying? I just wanna be very clear. This is what I feel he's saying, that the, the, the Bakashav, the door, is saying so much more than that. hundred years ago, let me do a siyum while I'm doing shachris. Why? I'm not over anything. I'm davening, I'm learning. I'm doing both together Hashem, together. It's not going to cut it for our children En-sickly. We will not even cut it for ourselves turn the page please wait Zahava, you wanted to say something yes 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 Yeah. Oh yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, is, is yeah. It's all it's, came, the, it's coming, the of it's coming from the ore of Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. It can't come from out from there. It's coming from the ore of Eretz Yisrael. <laughs> but in, uh, always in Israel? Just work connected stuff? for sure, yeah. But there, but even though there were always Jews in Eretz Yisrael, chiburim yeah. have, the, yeah. the chiburim. But not just that is that the neshama, the door itself, the, the generation. The generation itself wasn't crying out Geula, depth, chnimiyut. it wasn't saying that. So even though there physically were people here, it didn't change the mitziut of what the soul of the generation was screaming at, because it was a different door. Now we're in a now we're in a different door right now. But Rav Kook says something even more amazing. Uh, look, look, look t- turn the page to Samachtet. Biuno this, I want to I want to make sure we we really inhale this. This is uh like is such a profound idea what is the difference where does the descent of the generation express itself today he says in details what does that mean? The Gedolim, the, the Talmudic we once had, the, are, are infinitely greater than the, the Gedolim that, that, that we have today, and it's, it's clear to everyone. Now, Rav Kook speaks about this a hundred years ago. So just fast forward another hundred years and just go down another like 350,000 levels in an elevator, floors in an elevator, and that's where we're on that level of, of, of Gedula. But, le'umadzot, but Am Yisrael, as a whole, as a unit, not as the de- details, by the way, meant individuals, that there were individually greater people back in the day. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I should have explained that. There, there were individually greater people back in the day. But today, Am Yisrael B'Klaluto... Is much, much greater. There's actually an ascent of the generation. Our own eyes see, Rav Sasson says. How many people are learning Torah today in Am Yisrael? Not the Kdolim, not just the Tzadikim and Tzadkamiyas. There's more Talmud Torah today, not just on a quantitative level, but not on a quality level but on a quantity level, meaning there's so many more people learning Torah today in Am Yisrael. Let me explain. The Klal of the generation, as a Klal, can chop depth today on a greater level than the Klal was able to hop back in the time where there was the Rebbe, where there was the Gadol Hador. Why is that? Let's let. I mean, we have. I'm sure we have a lot of ideas and understandings. Let's see how he and uh, he, he plays this out. Harav <inaudible> Cook explains that the fact that greats, that giants, on an individual level, seem to lessen generation after generation dafka That's actually, it's because there's an ascent of the generation. I'll give an example. Do you know that certain bands back in the day were so big? Do you know why? Because there weren't that many other bands. I have friends, obviously, you probably can know I'm talking about that. They were massive like twenty years ago, and there was no social media, so the extent of their um, uh, I, what's the right word of their uh, reach was much more limited, right so there was there were great and it, it was a different ball game now, I don't know today you know today you have so many bands, you have so many musicians, you have so many people believing in themselves more to try to give it a shot. why? Because I could could take out my my pocket computer, I could talk to it, record myself, post something, and with some money, knowing how to do it smart, uh, the the boosting, I could reach 25,000 people in half an hour. And from those 25,000 people, maybe I could hop one of their neshamas inside back in the day. Who could hop 25? How long would it take for you to reach 25,000 people? Maybe eight albums? and a lot, a lot of money. So it's very different today, but that, that's one way of understanding this view of the, of the door. But again, <laughs> Rav Kook says something fascinating, and we're gonna see his words inside. He says the smaller the generation is, the giants have to be even greater in order to shine and illuminate the the Pashto Yidn. But as the generations are getting up higher and higher, and the generation as a cloud, not as individuals, but as one big unit are actually getting higher with more access and with a more refined desire and a ratzon Lehit holchim so the greats are actually becoming smaller for a few reasons one is that today the access I, I have to what the deepest secrets of Torah are are on my fingertips they're on my fingertips like I have a friend you know I'm sure you, you're getting into AI you know what that is? Intelligence. No. Hopefully not. it is petrifying artificial intelligence bina, I can't stand they chose that word for it bina Right? this is a big thing in the world I share with you how this works in, the stu- in, in, in recordings in the, in the in the studios this is the freakiest thing in the world you can basically take anything to make it sound like anything and you'd never know. Mm-hmm. Someone sent me, this is insane. Someone took Reb Shlomo's, a sample of his voice and, put to, and told AI, take this voice and give it Russia on the Big Lebowski. Half of you don't know what that is, Baruch Hashem. Someone, and I didn't know what was going on. Someone sent me, an, uh, he says, listen to this Reb Shlomo Torah. And I'm listening to Reb Shlomo and he's talking about this movie that came out like 20 years ago, which is a, I mean, it's a, it's a very famous popular movie about nothing. <laughs> it's, about, it's about a dude. There's, it's nothing. It's not like... A, there's and no. after he passed. The a, movie. This, the movie was even after he passed. Right. So, he's um, giving over a Torah on a movie that came out after he passed. It's very scary. It's scary. It's infiltrating all areas soon. Now, what's the, what's the fear? Is that people's talents are going to be less needed mm-hmm. because everything will just happen. It'll just be... It, you won't need it. You won't need it. Now, When the one thing, though, that you'll always need is penimous. That There's no such thing as binam el I'm not worried about that with artificial intelligence because anyone that wants penimius mm-hmm. understands I need to connect to what I'm receiving from. And I can't connect nishama wise to a computer. I can't connect to artificial intelligence, right? But it's very freaky. And other, like, we're seeing it in a lot of different areas it's that. First education. And education. education. Kids are handing in papers. Uh, and I said, well. Who wrote this? Well, it's not just that. You can say to them, you know, I know how you talk in class. I know your level of vocabulary. Right. You know how right. you speak. Mm-hmm. And apparently now you can talk into it and give a few sentences, and it'll pick up your level, yeah. and then write the paper. Yeah, I saw account. it. I saw it last week. Someone showed me on mm-hmm. ChatGPT. GPT. I'm, I'm not staying away from this stuff. Show me, I didn't believe what the person told me. He said, try it. Say your name, and say Pasha Shlach. Right? And it did just that. It found anything that may sound a little bit like something I would say or write, and it wrote an 18-page paper in 30 seconds on the concept. So it's, the world is taking, it's a very freaky thing. It could either be the greatest thing in the world, mamash, and there's definitely a lot of advantages when it's used in a wholly improper way. Tremendous advances, medical that. like, there's tremendous things that can come from it. Or it could be mamash chorobah na'aylam because it'll take people away from feeling that they matter that they matter, that what they have to offer and give means anything, right? Well, we're going to give people degrees which they really haven't earned, and they're going to go into a field and be, I mean, but they really don't know anything. Well, that's the thing. They won't go into a field. You know why? Because there's no need for humans anymore in these fields. Mm-hmm. There won't be a field for them, Bichlau, it, It's craziness. But that's why I'm actually very optimistic about this door. Because if we're saying the door is doresh pneenness... <laughs> They're not going to buy this. They, they won't buy this. Is chitonius. This is outer stuff. It's not going to. It's not going to satiate the neshama of this very, very lofty door that's thinking about things in a much deeper way. Where where, where it gets me a little bit nerve uh, scary is with, with with music. Is that if if it's able to infiltrate really into the world of music, then it's like a little bit. Uh, that that's where it does scare me a little bit, but in terms of you know, interpersonal communication and, co- and connection, which is what we really want, that can never be muchlaf, that can never be changed. But to go back into what Rav Kuk is saying over here is that the access that people you know, the Rav Am was such the Yidin back in the day that the big ones had to shine that much brighter because they were dealing mainly with, I don't want to say nebuchs but lower, okay? Just lower. Was End of the first... No, and, and what they were focusing on wasn't things that needed to be that deep either, right, the or the, right. That's what we mean by luxury. Ach, look at the next line. Ach, and with the general assent of the whole generation at the end of days, Shekol Hamon Beit al shlema Hashem, that all of us are going to elevate ourselves to the level of knowing God, which back in the day just meant. Knowing what the Halacha says, and we understand that it means a lot more than that to know that to know the daat of Hashem. <speaking in Hebrew> then everyone will become equal. There won't be competition. says, "No one will have to teach anybody about Hashem, because everyone will know me." Hashem says this. Good, good point. Kivano to learn this now. Hashem is saying, Tikkun of Korach. Hashem is saying, this is what's going to be happening. It's, it's fascinating that is, is, is there a real perush on this that says this, or is this just something that we've understood in the last X years? Like you don't does need. Rashi say this, is, no, the the navi's. I this know. is from the navi. You I don't need. Know. I'm, I'm, why would you Why would you even I'm, want a Rashi when on uh, something I'm like playing this? Playing the here, okay. <laughs> What does Rashi say on it, or Rambam, or somebody? In other words, is this just something that we see with our eyes now? or I do. I, they I, do. I think you then? do also. Yeah, but did they see it then? Did anyone see it then? No, it wasn't happening then. Okay, okay. Well, well, Rashi's a thousand years ago. Right. Rambam's 900 years ago. They, it wasn't... so far from reality. Yeah, like a lot of things that we're living in right now mm-hmm. seem so far from reality. But this, this is like, this, 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 this Nevoah from your meow is just, it, it's, it's unbelievable. And that's why when you, like I was sharing with you, when you go to Tel Aviv, you see people that, that come into shul for three seconds because they, they, they need, they need to say, yitkadal v'itkadash mei and, and the halachist in you doesn't go to the place of, oh, if he actually knew the halachist, he'd stay for the Kaddish Yassim, that's before oh, I do or after Aleinu, it's not part of the way we're thinking anymore. Why? Because Baruch Hashem, we're getting closer to an era of realizing that's not what this door is about. That's not what's going to make it for this door. It's on us, the halachists, to look at a yid like that and blow our minds over them. Blow our ma- to, to see the words of the prophecy happening before our eyes. And the more we blow our minds over that, the more these things are happening. The more they'll happen much more in front of us. And I also think the more that they'll blow our minds over us. Because they'll be like, you with all your dot, you think that what I'm doing is special? Oh my God. Oh my God. So let's see everything we just said right now in Rav Cook's words, and we'll end with this. <laughs> this is what Rav Cook says, and this is his words. This is from the Pinkasim. The, you know what Pinkas is? They, uh, the, notebook. the notebooks. That they, this stuff came out after. Uh, you know, just not, not too long ago. Pinkas Badorot In earlier generations, the klal were pretty small-minded people. anakim. But the real, you know, what's that? The giants. Were The, the right. Metsuyanim were giants, meaning those that weren't small were massive. We're massive. In order, they had to be giants. They were carrying everyone, right? But as time goes by, the da'as that these giants had spreading over the masses. It's spreading over the masses. So therefore... It's not that the greats became smaller, but they became smaller. Now, what what do I mean by that? Everyone else rose. Huh? Everyone else rose. Because the park. Right, it was just relatively speaking, they they became smaller. Correct. Right? Not just that. Most of the people didn't know how to read. Right, right. Right, so you only knew how to read, and so they were the only ones who could give over anything. Ki Rav Kook mm-hmm. says, you know what shlemus is really all about? It's about this very interesting word called mitsua. That, you ever hear the word memutza? Mm-hmm. Right. Ah. Mitzua. It means not that not that um, not average like we're calculating right now. So mm-hmm. we're talking about seeping in to the average of the of the whole nation, which in its generality has become much higher. What Rav Kook is saying over here, he says, do you think that when Hashem created humanity, the point was that you should be low because and he'll be high, but don't worry, you'll have each other? No. Humanity in its core is that whoever is high feels like he needs the low person and the low person feels like he needs the high so much so that the concepts and terminology of high and low fade away that's humanity in its core that's the shlimut of the enoshut in the bigger picture Elamai, why do we need Re- why did we need rebbes why, why do we need gedolim why do we need it because in order to get back to Gan Eden, it takes a lot of work and a lot of reminders of what it's like to be that big, or that normal. I would say not big, but what it means to be that normal. And that's what Rav Kook is saying over here. I believe again, cracking Rav Kook is, is a whole Pasha of its own. Al ken bimkom haklal prata erech this is where Rev Sasson was quoting this Nawur from Yermiau. He was saying that eventually, be an you know, there was a song when I was a teenager, it was a very famous song by a band that the leader of it became saying not nice things about Yidin so I try not to quote his name but there was a song called Even Flow. Any of you remember that song? I'm either dating myself or you all grew up very... But you didn't so I'm not sure what's going on over here. There's a band called Pearl Jam. They had a song called Even Flow, okay? Even Flow. Even Flow in this context over here. Even Flow of what? Of Das. A sign... It's not just da'as of Hashem, of knowledge. Da'at. Let's let's think for a second again in the Torah. When the Torah first uses the concept of da'at, is it speaking about knowledge of information? No. What's the first context? Ve'ha'adam yada et chava We all know what that translation is. That is connecting to connection. It's It's not just intimacy over there. It's referring to he knew, he felt mechubar. It wasn't, I know exactly, I don't have her, I have her shidduch resume, so I know all these things about her, and I know what she, I I know, when you say i mamish knows someone, it has very little to do with how much you know about them. It has to do with connecting to them. So when we say the word da'at, until the era of ge'ula, da'at in a gullus mindset meant information. Da'at in a geula mindset means connection, means chibur.
1: So when it says
0: over here that the da'at of the Gdolim goes to the masses, it's not only referring to that what, what the rebbe's once knew, now everybody knows. It also means that. That's on the lower level of the da'at. But on a higher level of a da'at, back in the day, only a Rebbe, only a gadol could say, I feel mechubar. And today we see that's not that's simply not the reality we're living in. We're seeing so many people that have this das of Hashem that's so much deeper than just based on the information that they that they've been taking in, because they're connecting. They're longing. They want pnimius. They want the deepest depths. So Rav Kook is explaining. That's why this door is really an aliyah of the door. Now we're all sitting here saying mm, that makes sense. That makes sense do you know how Rav Cook was viewed when he said words like this? Like the biggest kofar that ever existed. And and the, and they're not done with him. It's still an attempt. And also he made it really, really hard for us to defend him because we barely understand what he says. So the reason why I love this safer so much is because he's giving us, an, Rav Sasson is giving us access to try to be on the side of answering back to those that said he was a kofir, because we could actually explain a little bit more about the light that he was describing that was already taking place, and that's why I'm just in love with this sefer. I'm in love with this rav. You know what the name of his, of his uh, organization is, right? Look at, look at the bottom of the of The, uh, on the, side. the name of his organization is Umala Ha'aretz De'ah. <laughs> All right. Have a wonderful week everyone. We'll continue next week with